3: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Holy smokes, turn your
4: lights on. It is so dark outside. It's uh, five minutes past the four o'clock hour, and cars are driving around like it's... I know. Like it... Nine o'clock.
5: I know. You know what I'm happy about, though, John?
4: What are you happy about? I'm
5: happy that, you know, in the summer when the light was waning yeah. and we were looking forward to winter,
6: mm-hmm.
5: I was, you know, kind of in a depressive mind- mindset, thinking that all was lost, as I always get sure. when, you know, the light is fading. As well you should be. I think we're doing okay. We're surviving it. We're going to have the shortest day of the year Soon. in just a couple weeks. Right. From that on, from that point on... It's going to get more and more light.
4: Headed towards the light. I
5: think that I felt good about things. I do,
4: too. Good. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like,
5: however, now that we've said how good we feel, we're going to talk about a truly horrible story. Oh,
4: my goodness gracious. But first, uh, tell me what.
5: what. Is it time now? I we're going to do it so. right now? I thought we were going to wait a little bit. Really? All right, I'm going to no, tell no, you now. You both of you, yes. your weekend
4: has begun. Oh, yes. Finally. <laughs> yeah, fabulous. Really?
3: You're damn liar,
4: man. Oh, wait. Hey, hold on, oh, Mike. Oh, this is Joe Biden. Hold on, Mike. Come that on, now. Is this is... is-
5: Joe Biden wasn't happy Stanley yesterday, Radio. was he? He was not. No, uh, he was not happy.
4: He called some uh, some old man out, a mm-hmm. guy older than him. Right. And you know that's an old man.
5: Exactly, and I think there was some fat shaming going mm, on.
4: There was a lot going I on. There was a lot
5: going on. I don't know what.
4: And eh, we'll talk about that later on. Okay. okay? But yeah.
5: So the Uber story. Yeah. What are you surprised by it? I mean, I, I, you're going to tell me about it, right? Yeah. Okay, so Have you t- how much do you take Uber? Um, or Lyft, any of the ride-sharing services?
4: The only time I've taken uh, Lyft and or Uber is when I've been on vacation.
5: Oh, all right. So you've never taken it around here?
4: Not once. Oh, never once. Okay. Have you? Yeah, sure. Really? Sure. My kids have. Okay. Uh, but I,
5: Mike, what about you? Do you have you taken Uber and Lyft? Yes, um, I've
7: done both, Uber and Lyft.
5: And how, what have your experiences been like, Mike?
7: My experiences, um, it it always freaks me out. It just freaks me out. I don't, I don't like it's it. it's a stranger's car? <clears throat> it's a stranger's car. And, you know... Y- y-
4: you never know. You never know. They could just drive anywhere. Right. Okay. Anywhere. So that goes along with Mike's concern. Uh, in its first safety report, the ride-hailing company Uber has detailed sexual assaults, murders, and fatal crashes through its platform. Uber says last year there were 3,045 sexual assaults reported by their riders. Holy smokes. Okay,
5: now, but to be fair, out of how many rides? I mean, 3,045 sexual assaults is too many? The
4: number of incidents represented a fraction, just 0.0002% of Uber's 1.3 billion rides right. in the United States. Right. There are a few comparable figures to Judge Uber's safety record. Um, the New York Police Department, which keeps a register of uh, sex crimes and rapes that occur in the transit systems in uh, 2018, says this. So, uh,
5: And you're reading from the New York I'm reading, Times. I'm
4: reading from today's New York Times, right? Uh, Kate uh, Conger is the, uh, the reporter. So in New York City, New York City has the most Uber riders day to day across the country. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's still though. In the days of the yellow cab, which have quickly, shockingly, waned. I mean, disappeared for the most part. Do you ever see a yellow cab? Very they're, rarely. They're now called Z Z Trip, I believe.
5: Is that the same company?
4: I believe it is. Which they're, you know. Anyway, I mean, it's shockingly, it's gone. So in the era of yellow cabs, the rules, the regulations, the liability, the insurance, all that. I don't know about you, but I, I always felt safe getting into so a yellow I. cab. Yeah. Now, the problem was with yellow cab, yellow cab was always very select about what neighborhoods they chose to go into. That was always the rub against yellow cab. You know, So the black community relied upon jitneys for the most part. I'm sure jitneys are still out there, but still... Uber has become, Lyft has become the new standard, Mm -hmm. almost overnight it feels.
5: All right, so did you have any, uh, did you feel weird when you used a ride-sharing service? No,
4: I was on vacation with my wife and everybody that we met was, you know, sort of that vacation mode as well. You know, you talk, you chit-chat. All right, Mike
5: felt weird. I've taken them a lot. When I I travel uh, for work, I'm usually alone and I have taken them a lot. And every trip I've ever, I've taken over the last three years, I've used Uber or Lyft Are in all anxious? sorts of different cities. Are you anxious? Never. I've never been anxious. Okay, good. Now here's the thing, though: when okay. I'm traveling by myself, I'm not out at night. Right. At a I mean, club. I try. I, I'm yeah. I'm, I want to be. I go. Maybe I might catch a dinner somewhere, and then I want to be back wherever I'm staying right. by seven thirty or something. Like I'm not. It's so, not two a.m. Right. But I, I have never had a – I've enjoyed the experience so much. Mm-hmm. I mean when you're in a different city that you don't know anything about, somebody picks you up. They're, if they're driving for one of their services, they know their city well, you get like a great personal viewpoint sure on do. wherever you are. Yeah, yeah. I really like it. I've liked it a lot. And I've used it around Pittsburgh. You know, if I'm getting my car taken care of and I need a ride to work or, you know, I need to get I, – I I I really enjoy it a nice. lot.
4: So um, again, from this uh, Times article, safety has been a long-running Achilles' heel for ride-hailing companies. Because there is no way,
5: how are you going to control it? You
4: can't. No, it depends upon a large volume of people using their service. Now, I wonder, do you think Uber drivers have to provide a background check? I think they have. I am sure
5: they have to provide a background check, and they exist, of course, online as a result of reviews. So every time, after every single ride, you 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 have to do a review of the person, right? And I always do that because it's important to to realize what kind of person you're talking about.
4: Uber, the world's largest uh, ride ride ride-sharing service, chose to be transparent about cataloging sexual assaults, murder, and crash fatalities, and has faced growing pressure over these issues.
5: Now here's the thing: if I was out until two in the morning and was trying to get a ride home, I think I would feel weird about it and i was alone i right. think i would feel weird
4: yeah because the as you as you connect with a ride sharing service your profile comes up right so they know it's a, yes. they know it's a woman they know who's a, looking for right, a ride, right. and it's 2 a.m. Yeah. And so in that area, you have X number of people who are, who are available to give you a ride home. Yeah. And it's always the first person who responds, right?
5: Because you want to get home right. as fast as yeah. or back to your hotel or wherever mm-hmm. it is as fast as possible. Since
4: 2018, Uber said it has deactivated 40,000 drivers in the United States after they failed the checks made by automated technology.
5: Okay. Look, I know, again, I'm not trying to minimize the number. But I'm just saying it is an incredibly small fraction of all the, the Uber rides that there are. Right.
4: Uber and Lyft are struggling both financially. This year, both companies staged prominent initial public stock offerings that went on to disappoint Wall Street. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been in the red since their inception. It's very difficult. I don't know. Last month, Uber posted a quarterly loss of 1.2 billion per quarter. 1.2 billion.
5: Well, I don't think those stats are going to keep me from booking Lyft. Mike, is it going to change your response, Look, knowing those numbers?
4: No, he's good. No, he's good. No, he's, he's, he's no. He he's busy right he, now. You are right. He's doing something. Okay. Well, uh, just heads up. I am glad that Uber is keeping track of that. So that's like these conversations. And I think and beware.
5: I, and you have to and you have to be careful, especially if you are by yourself. Right.
4: Beware. All right. We'll take a break. Come back. Hey, listen, we had a conversation last week with Doctor Tim Yulhoff about gratitude and an exercise that he challenged us to do for a week mm-hmm. keeping a list of gratitude we'll talk with tim uloff as a follow-up to last week's conversation and we've got a chance for you to win at 5 30 today tickets to next week's getty concert that are like primo first rate tickets getty give it giveaway 5 30 today
8: 101.5 W O R D
4: Playing Pittsburgh's favorite
2: Christian music on the weekends with the best new Christmas music. New, 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 music. new Christmas music from Chris Tomlin, Christmas Day. Light of the world, the reason for Christmas. Day. Make room by casting crowns. Is there room in your heart for God? And silver bells from Mark Martell. The best new Christmas music and Pittsburgh's favorites from Christmas's past. Sponsored this weekend by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD on the weekend.
9: Christmas at the Spring House in 84 means lots of activities. Although we don't look like elves, we certainly feel like Santa's helpers as we go about our daily chores. In the bake shop, we're making pie dough and pie fillings from scratch to produce the best homemade pies you've ever tasted. The favorites are raspberry, apple crumb, caramel walnut, pumpkin, and sour cherry. And we're also doing all kinds of breads and cookies for gifts or just for good eating. In the basket-making area, we're putting together wonderful country gift baskets just popping full and topped with beautiful bows. We like to say they're no fluff. They're just filled with good stuff. In the Smokehouse, we're smoking round the clock our own hickory-smoked hams, turkeys, and even salmon. And I almost forgot we're also making our own eggnog with fresh milk from our own cows, and it's wonderful. Throughout the Springhouse store, we're filled with country gifts that will delight the young and the young at heart. Come to the Springhouse in 84 for an old-fashioned Christmas.
10: Once upon a time, customers would find your business with this big thick. Book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish looking thing. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? Now there's Salem Surround, delivering customers with targeted digital marketing. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Learn more at SurroundPittsburgh.com. SurroundPittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers.
11: This is former Pirates manager Clint Hurdle for my friends at Urban Impact. What a privilege to work with an organization that truly understands that everyone matters. This year alone, their athletics, performing arts, education, and options programs have reached over 2,300 Northside kids and served over 42,000 meals. And thanks to an incredible $300,000 matching grant, your year-end gift can have twice the impact. So make a difference today. Donate now at uifpgh.org slash
3: Match. Paper, postage, addressing, stamping, holiday cards are fun to get not so much fun to send. Time and money and how many people don't even get your card for that very reason. This holiday, surprise everybody with CrossCards.com. Free holiday e-cards that let you share the joy, the fun, the love, the happiness and God's inspiration. All free. Even animated and interactive cards. No paper, no postage, no handwritten addressing. Just great looking e-cards for the people who deserve them. Whatever the occasion, send CrossCards.com.
5: to Dr. Tim Mulhoff, Professor of Communication at Biola University. He's the author of Winsome Persuasion, Christian Influence in a Post-Christian World, which was selected by Christianity Today for its Book of the Year Award in the category of Evangelism and Apologetics, his latest work, of course, Defending Your Marriage, the Reality of Spiritual Battle. Tim, welcome back.
12: Oh, it's great to be with you guys. Unfortunately, I'm a little sick under the weather, but... Uh, it's a great to be with you. Thank
4: you so much. Well, the power of radio, we will not get sick, but we do uh, uh, sort of a mourn for you in your sickness. Tim. We
5: do, and we usually talk to you every month, Tim, but this time we're talking to you only, you know, a week or so separating your engagements with us because you gave us an assignment. Right. Hey,
4: Tim, are you there?
12: Oh, yeah. Okay, awesome. great. Okay. All right. Oh, so, I'm see- sorry. I coughed. Sorry, oh, I yeah. Okay. I a mistake. Transition. I'm so sorry. Okay, <laughs> That's fine.
4: That's fine.
5: Okay, so you gave us an assignment, and it was that every day we were to take some time and do what?
12: And just write down three things that you're grateful for, three positives rather than negatives. We were talking about the positive recall bias that a... Um, psychologist from Harvard believes that we can actually train our brains to do one of two things one to notice the positive things in life or we can train ourselves to notice the negative things in Mm -hmm. life so we decided to take him at his word and for one week we decided all three of us that we would look at the positives just write down three once a day for five minutes at the same time and uh, I have my list Do you guys have yours oh yeah yes What kind of things were on your
4: list? Well, here's here's what I want to say first, that as the week went on, Tim, what I found was that my gratitude was in two arenas. I looked at gratitude from a microscope and from a telescope. Mm. And because of that, I mean, I saw the tiniest things and I saw the massive things. I'm so glad.
5: I had a very similar experience. Where I started, you know, on the first day, well I'm thankful for my mom, for my husband, and my kids. Yes. Okay, so, you know, there that's pretty easy, right? But yeah. then as the week went on, I started like there was one day where I just was overwhelmed thinking about what it was like to be in Guatemala a couple of years ago when nowhere we went a whole day and there was no running water anywhere. Mm. And I remember at the end of that day, Tim, and this came back to me as I was doing this Thanksgiving exercise, that the very end of the day, we stopped in this this school, and uh, one of our, the people who was running um, our our tour group said, "Hey, listen, um, it, there might be a restroom over there if you want to try to use it." And I went over, and there was a sink in there, Tim. <sighs> it was like <sighs> it was like an oasis, and I th- as I was walking up to it, I saw the sink from a distance, and I thought. If I open up that tap and water comes out, I am going to be the happiest person. Now, keep in mind, I've been without running water for about 14 hours. It wasn't like 14 days or 14 weeks or never, right? It was just that amount of time. Anyway, this whole experience came back to me. And, of course, the end of the story is I opened up the tap and water came out. And it was dirty, disgusting. I didn't care. It was running water. So when I was at home that morning... I was brushing my teeth and I just stopped and I thought, God, mm-hmm. thank you for this water. It's just, it's, am- I, so it's like that, my, so I started with my kids right. and my family right. and I ended up with, I can't believe water sweep. comes out of that tap. That's fabulous.
4: Well, yeah. So then how, how's the best way that we can do this, Tim, to look at the microscope and the telescope and talk about our blessings? So do, do, should we go through a list or you want to just uh, cherry pick certain things?
12: Well, let me make a couple quick observations. I've had my students do this for a couple years, and let me just mention a couple things that I think are fascinating observations. One, there's a Yale uh, psychologist who does the exact same kind of research, and she says that if we were to make a commitment of doing this for the next three months, every single day we would write down three things. It would grow old, and we'd start to take it for granted. Oh. She says long-term gratitude is doing it weekly, not daily. Hmm. That her study would be, let's um, take one day a week, <clears throat> and then sit and reflect on all the things that we're grateful for. And you know what made me think of that? Is when God says, you really do need Sabbath rest. Hmm. You really do need one day a week, where you Sabbath, and part of Sabbathing." is looking backwards and thanking God for what happened in the previous week as you pray for the upcoming week. So I thought it was interesting that Yale um, psychologists would say, people get used to this. Like right now it's kind of really cool for us because we've only done a week. But if you did this week after week after week after week, we'd start to take things for granted and our contentment would start to go down. It wouldn't increase. So interesting that maybe we do it once a week instead of every day, uh, during a week. I thought that was kind of interesting. How does that strike you guys?
4: I like it a lot. I would say this, that doing it daily maybe would jumpstart my sense of gratitude if I did it for a couple of weeks or a month or whatever and then started to get weary of it or stopped missing or started to miss days, then maybe I would revert back to the weekly thing.
12: Yeah, I like that. I think, John, when you said you do the microscope and you do the telescope, yes, I think research would bear out a little bit that the microscope beats the telescope. In other words, yeah, I'm thankful for my wife as well. I'm thankful for my, well, I should say two of my three kids, except for the <laughs> one who got me sick. Yeah. <laughs> he made another list. He made a very different list. Um, but So if we, do the, if we do the telescope, then I don't think it will have as much stick to it It's when I say, okay, this is exactly what I'm thankful for my wife today, that she made a stop at Sam's Club and loaded up with all those cold meds and chicken soup and stuff like that. So I think that's important. The second observation I make with my students is King David kind of does the exact same thing in Psalm 103. He says, I'm going to consider the benefits of God, and he doesn't consider material benefits. He considers spiritual benefits. Mm -hmm. So it's the forgiveness of his sin, the fact that he's going to be raised from the pit, you know, he'll conquer death. Uh, God's loving kindness, His compassion, and so what, what I think is interesting when I have my students do this list, they never, they very seldom put spiritual benefits. Hmm. They tend to look at material benefits, and I think that's really limiting for us as Christians, because I it, it needs to make it's almost like we should have two lists: one my spiritual gratitude list, which that's is. Good. Man, I'm forgiven, regardless of what I've done the previous day. God has still forgiven me, and His love has not wavered. So it could be interesting to have two different lists: a spiritual one as well as a material one.
4: Oh, I love this. That's a really that's a really great perspective, Tim. But I, but I wonder, after teaching this, thinking about this, doing this yourself, what is the hoped for end result?
12: Well, let me tell you how I'm. I'm well. How we're using it at the Winsome Conviction Project. Is we are tr- we are going to try to train people to look positively first towards people we disagree with politically, religiously. Uh, like I'm teaching this to. Um, women at abused domestic violence shelters, I'm actually doing it on December 9th, how do you prepare for the holidays, which can be a very difficult time for women in abusive relationships where they get verbal abuse. So I teach them this first, let's just be thankful and get into the regular rhythm of doing that, then they need to, once they get that muscle developed, they now need to think about positive things about themselves which is harder because when the abuse comes, they need to block that abuse with positives.
6: Mm.
12: And, and when we talk about political disagreements, I'm, we're really going to try to do this. We're doing it with two mega churches here in Southern California. We're actually going to teach people this positive recall bias, and then we're going to talk about the upcoming election. So when you first talk about President Trump or Nancy Pelosi or Bernie Sanders, you first have to say, to get into the conversation, here's what I appreciate, here's what I recognize about President Trump. Even though I may bitterly disagree with him, here are the things I'm going to start with. And that's what we want to try to change in our discussions about politics, religion, and the things that divide us.
4: Oh, I see. So you see the silver lining.
12: Well, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but you have to train yourself to do it. And Mm -hmm. I would say in today's argument culture, we've actually been trained to do the inverse. We've been trained to see the negative first, not the positive.
5: Dr. Tim Mulhoff is with us, professor of communication at Biola University. Tim, while we were doing this uh, this week of, of remembering these, to take moments to actually write down things that we're thankful for, I went back and saw the uh, Mr. Rogers movie, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, a second time. Oh, yeah. And while I was seeing the film, I was just realizing how... His attitude was really one of thankfulness mm. in all of the different stages of the film and that's why you know you you have you seen the film yet Tim
12: I've not seen the film I've seen the documentary
5: okay well when you see the film it's not really a story about mr. Rogers it's a story about the journalist who encountered mr. Rogers it's really the journalist story mm. um, Lloyd is his name in the film but when you look at his interactions with Fred Rogers in different times, Fre- Fred's attitude is one of thankfulness at all times. And an, this, this idea of I am humble and I am receiving what I have and I am I'm noticing it and I'm grateful for it. And it, I have to say that was a really wonderful addition to this exercise that you had us do.
12: Yeah, and, and Kathy, I wonder if, if we can't take that into our conversations with people, even the people that drive us crazy, even the people that we disagree with. If we can't stop and at least recognize—now, this is where, John, the microscope telescope could come in. Because okay, okay, so let's take a person that you just bitterly disagree with. What are the positives I can think of? Well, one, they're made in the image of God. Two, Jesus thought this person worthy enough that he died for them. Um, God's common grace is exhibited even in notorious sinners, God's common grace can be exhibited. So I need to look for those moments where I can say, that was a good thing you did, or or, thank you for wanting to put your family under scrutiny to serve in public office. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw Melania Really went after one a Stanford law professor who was brought in the impeachment yes. uh, because she kind of made a joke about their son, Baron. She kind of said, the difference between a king and a president is uh, a king gets to do whatever he wants to, a president can 't so President Trump may think he 's a king, he can only name his son baron, he can 't actually make him a baron and, and I kind of got a laugh. And Melania, rightfully so, absolutely went after her and said, he's an underage child. Why is his name even being mentioned? And she came back and apologized. Um, So that's the kind of thing where we can stop and say, President Trump put his family under intense scrutiny. He didn't need to do this. Mm -hmm. He just didn't need to do it. Now, we may think whatever. But he, he stepped into the ring and is trying out ideas he thinks is good for this country. Whether I agree with them or not, he thinks they're good. And if I'm objective enough, I think some of them have been good for this country. Yes, right? without a doubt. That's what we need to stop and say. Nancy Pelosi loves this country. I may bitterly disagree with some of the ways she's trying to show that love. But let me first acknowledge that this is a woman who's dedicated her entire life to public service. And instead of just cashing it in, I don't even know how old she is. I think I think it's uh, upper 60s. Mm-hmm. Instead of just coasting, she's still trying to serve this country. And I think there's something admirable about that. I agree.
4: It's fabulous. Okay, so then... Um...
5: Okay, well, here's the question maybe I'd ask John, and I can ask you too, Tim. Yeah. Um, John and I were really good. We did our homework and we did not talk about it mm-hmm. in the interim. But I'm wondering, John, if 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 not just things that you were thankful for, but did it change anything about how you approached your day or looked at things?
4: Or What it, what it allowed me to do was the, the gratitude in some ways opened up the door for surprise. That when I would notice things that I was grateful for, I was surprised that they were in front of me that I had not noticed all this time before. There's something about being thankful that allows me to recognize something. What do you think?
12: Yeah. Tim, what do you say? Oh, I love that. Uh, I, there's so much I take for granted. There, there's so much. I, I just get into a car that, you know, that works. Yes. Um, I drink clean water. See, see, that's where the telescope can come in, Kathy. I have my students go to something called um, richlist.com where, where you type in your salary. And I say to my students, type in your summer salary mm-hmm. and you compare it. To everybody in the world we're talking farmers in Zimbabwe mm. and they will be in the top 15 20 percent without a doubt that's the kind of stuff I really take for granted is yeah. uh, my lights came on today uh, mm-hmm. um, my refrigerator work I mean when you start to do that kind of stuff oh my gosh I know it's, it's almost overwhelming yeah. but that kind of an attitude so I am sick but we have health insurance mm-hmm. where there's people, the working poor, who don't have health insurance. Right. So, you know, what would they do? They, they would just gut it out. and It yep. would probably get worse and worse and worse. And they have to go to work. They can't miss work, right? Yeah. So that, when we start to do that, you just start to think, man, I am a blessed person and I need to steward my blessedness.
4: Yes, I agree 100%. I think
12: that's important.
4: So this past week, I had a tire that went bad. A tire on my car. So I got to be honest, there have have been times in my life, Tim, where I have been so broke that I have literally bought used tires for five bucks, Mm. enough just to sort of get me, you know, get that car back on the road. But when this tire went bad, I went to, you know, a good place that they sold brand new tires that, you know, (laughs) were listed for 60,000 miles or 80,000 miles. I paid cash. And I left there and I thought, Lord, look at where I once was Mm -hmm. and how gracious you are, Mm -hmm. how generous you are. This was not like a a moment of deep and strong anxiety or fear or I was going to fall into a pit. But instead, there it was. And all these things, the guys who worked in the garage, the vehicle itself, everything was centered around that one tire that used to be a gigantic source of fear and anxiety anxiety for me for $5. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like, that was for me the whole week in a nutshell.
12: That's great, John. I love what King David says. I shall remember the deeds of the Lord and for us to look backwards. And by the way, let me mention one other thing real quick, because I work with the Center for Marriage at Biola University. So John Gottman, uh, who is one of the top marriage researchers, says this, he can predict the health of a couple by how they look at the past and how they frame the past. So it's not how they talk about the present or the future, Gottman mm-hmm. says, but if they talk about the past and notice the positives of their journey, not the negatives, he says that is the best indicator of the happiness of a couple. So mm-hmm. when they go back and they say, hey, we did struggle financially. Yeah, we've gone through some really hard times, but yeah. you know what? We came through it. We're, and we're- looking, and
5: having that type of viewpoint is truly completely within our decision making. Like It's really up to us how we, how we look back.
12: Yeah, I agree, and I just want to acknowledge that some people it's harder than others. Like when, like Monday, when I go to this domestic violence shelter, as a Christian, I just need to understand that some of these women, to look back, it's really hard for them to find positives when you know, in the face of current abuse. I'm sure. Yes. So I need to give grace there. But Kathy, I, I absolutely agree. Is to look back. So you know what I did? I have three boys. I sent them all a copy of this book on happiness. Uh, called The um, the Happiness Advantage, and I sent it to all three and said, man, I wish I would have read this book at your stages of life, because mm-hmm. this isn't a life attitude. And so all three got it, and I'm sure it's a little bit like, oh, Dad, here's Dad again, Socrates. <laughs> right, you know, it's right, like, right. oh, gosh. But I think it's a great way to start.
4: That's good.
5: Well, Tim, it's been a terrific exercise, and we want to thank you for uh, kind of urging us down this path
4: yeah and we haven't got into our list but our time's up but i I love it i love it tim really I, i i want to continue this that's how much i love it
12: well, you know, it's the first one on my list, hmm. uh, the fact that we get to do these interviews.
6: Yeah.
5: Oh,
12: thank I you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. We've been doing we're, this for years. We have.
6: Yeah.
5: Oh, my God. And it's yeah. wonderful that you've been such a good friend to us, and we've never seen each other face-to-face, not a single time.
6: Yeah, that's right.
4: <laughs> that's right. And today we're the better for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's Tim Mulhoff He's sick. Professor of communications at Biola University, author of Winsome Persuasion, Christian Influence in a Post-Christian World, and Defending Your Marriage, the Reality of Spiritual Battle. Thank you, Tim.
12: You bet. Bye, you too. Bye, Tim.
5: So
13: what would you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? 500 bucks. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of Metashare. Metashare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans. So, seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing Metashare works. It's a Christian healthcare sharing ministry with 400,000 members. They've shared over 2 billion in medical bills, so they can help share your needs too. And with Medishare, not only do you save, you don't have to pay for things you don't believe in, and that's a beautiful thing too. So, here's how you can find out more and you might actually wind up saving even more than 500 a month. So check into it. 844-51 Bible. That's 844-51 Bible. 844-51 Bible. For your next event, instead of worrying
1: about catering to your guests, why not just enjoy them? The Cooked Goose Catering Company provides homemade satisfaction that puts you at ease, whatever the occasion. Like their roast beef and stuffed chicken breast. With mashed or roasted potatoes and green beans, just $10.95 a person. Visit cookedgoosecatering.com word and see what's cooking. The Cooked Goose Catering Company, just good food.
13: Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020 for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855-565-5519 to join us or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Salem
1: Media Group presents the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise, August 30th through September 6th, 2020. Get more details at wordfm.com slash Alaska.
9: Need to stock up for all your extra house guests? Family Dollar has you covered. This week's Select Angel Soft Bath Tissue is only $4.75 with Smart Coupon. And all Glade Air Care products are buy three, get one free. Save more for the holidays at Family Dollar.
1: This Christmas, put 36 holes in your golf lover's stocking for half the price with the Salem Half Price Golf Card. Get half off savings now while supplies last. Good for 18 holes at Pheasant Ridge and 18 more at Harmony Ridge. With cart, just $53. Order now before they're gone at Club. Com. So find some stockings and put a hole in one at pittsburgh.discountshoppingclub.com.
7: Pain or no pain, your wisdom teeth should be checked every year. Some wisdom teeth can become impacted, which can lead to cysts, tooth decay, and gum disease. Wisdom teeth can cause crowding, painfully damaging adjacent teeth. Not all wisdom teeth need to be removed, but they all do need to be monitored by an oral and maxillofacial surgeon. Find a surgeon near you for a complete examination at myoms.org.
14: Tonight, clearing with a low 25. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high 38. Tomorrow night, mainly clear with a low 27. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sunshine at the high 49. Sunday night, considerable cloudiness with on and off rain and drizzle late with a low of 43. Monday, mild with periods of rain and a high of 53. And Tuesday, times of rain turning colder in the afternoon with a high of the high forty-nine. With your Anchor, the forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick.
5: I think it's that time.
4: That time, yeah. It's a week.
5: It's a weekly time.
4: Every Friday, at we this set time. it aside because
5: mm-hmm. we want to do something special. Mike, would you hit it, please?
3: It's time for the Friday feature. Each week, we'll give you a few recommendations of fun stuff you might consider that'll get you out of the house and off your screen as your weekend approaches. The Friday feature this week is...
4: Christmas. Christmas. It has
5: to be Christmas. Yeah. That's what the Friday feature has to be.
4: December 6th, 7th, and 8th, mm-hmm. Christmas is nearing ever so close. I have an idea. What's that? Christmas Carol. At the Byam Theater. Exactly. The now, Opera.
5: Exactly. Now through Sunday, December 22nd. Yeah. Starring again, our friend Tim Hartman,
4: twenty eighth year
5: that he has played in a
4: Christmas Carol. Yes, Mr. Fezziwig. Shocking! And there are many in that cast who are doing twenty eight years. Oh, 27. that's just shocking! Oh it's my so gosh. awesome! Anyway, I did it three years. Did you? Yeah,
5: three consecutive years. Yes. Okay,
4: that was more than enough. <laughs> Seriously, it was. I mean, I loved it. It was a wonderful show. Right. It's a really, really great show. If you've not seen it, especially if you have little kids, it's a great visit to the Biome downtown.
5: But John's not doing it this year. No. All right. Now, what do you think? What's that? What do you think? About. I'm About. You want to give me an idea of what we we'll do this weekend? Whether we've never done this before. <laughs> no.
4: What do you think? I'm thinking, what do you think what I think? Well, after you're asking me about the Biome. Yeah. Okay, yeah. How about this? I would like to do this. The uh, Penguins on Parade at the Pittsburgh Zoo And PPG Aquarium in Highland Park, Saturday and Sunday, as long as the temperature stays under 45 degrees. The annual tradition of the Penguin Parade, interesting to the birds as much as the spectators. The birds are naturally curious. They appreciate the opportunity to venture outside and see and hear new sights and sounds. The parade will feature the newest penguin, Chick, called Iggy, who will lead the other penguins for their stroll outside of the aquarium. I
5: didn't know that that was a thing. It is a thing. I absolutely love it. All right. Christmas at Old Economy. They're calling it Christmas at the Village. I
4: like Old Economy. I like
5: it a lot. Listen, uh, it happens this Saturday, 2 to Mm 9, Sunday, 2 to 7. You can walk along the candlelit cobblestone street. You can visit historic buildings. Lovely. There's going to be people acting as interpreters who are going to show you what it was like and stuff that they were doing in the 19th century. There's stuff for sale, handmade. There's local choirs performing. There's kids' oh, craft. Oh. You can meet Bell's Nickel.
0: Whom is? <laughs> that's who is... the
5: Pennsylvania Dutch Santa.
4: Bell's Nickels?
5: No, I'm, Bell's Nickel. Oh. Yeah, that's not plural. Okay. Just a single, singular Bell's, Bell's Nickel. Nickels. And there'll be food and everything.
4: Sounds like Old Economy Village. Yeah. In Ambridge. Excellent. Hands-on, the Handmade Arcade will celebrate its 15th anniversary on Saturday at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. A preview party is this evening. Pittsburgh's award-winning independent craft fair. Handmade Arcade celebrates the cutting edge of craft by connecting creators and consumers through making, sharing, and learning. That's fun. 250 innovative craft-based mm-hmm. artists, designers, and makers, including 84 first-time vendors from all over Pittsburgh and western Pennsylvania, Handmade Arcade is the region's leading shop small, buy-local event of the holiday That's season. Items include clothing, artwork, bath and beauty items, jewelry, housewares, children's products, and paper goods. I love that handmadearcade.org on the web.
5: And Phipps Conservatory Holiday Magic Winter Flower Show. I'm a member at Phipps. I love it. Uh, that's now through January 12th. If you can hit the flower show during the day and evening 9:30 a.m. to 11 p.m., but the Winter Lights Garden or the Winter Light Garden, which is super cool, 5 to 11 p.m. now through January 12th.
4: Outstanding. All right, that's it. That's this weekend. Mm-hmm. Coming up next is Frederica Matthews Green. We're going to talk about the Madonna and Child. Stay with us.
1: Every day across Western Pennsylvania, tough breaks happen to honest folks. Layoffs happen to single parents. Evictions happen to families with babies. And empty bank accounts happen to hungry people. But thankfully, every day in our community, good people happen to bad things. Your sustaining monthly gift of just $25 doubles the Salvation Army's ability to assist our neighbors battling poverty and help them win. Join the fight for good by texting WORDFM to
8: 91999. 101.5 WORD. God bless us, everyone.
1: What's the biggest blessing you can imagine this Christmas
2: season? How about having your mortgage or rent paid for for 2020? It's possible when you enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. You can even enter once a day to increase your opportunities to win. See rules and conditions for details.
3: To a Merry Christmas,
8: God bless us. God bless
2: us. Enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes brought to you
1: by Trinity Jewelers. Go to wordfm.com/slash contests. How does Eden Christian Academy prepare students for success through education that ignites the mind and inspires the spirit from pre-K through twelfth grade with over fifty. Professionally certified full time teachers and opportunities in sports, the arts, and service to the community with results like SAT scores 200 points over the national average. Schedule a tour at any of Eden's three North Hills campuses and see what the area's largest non-denominational Christian
4: school has to offer at EdenChristianAcademy.org. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you this holiday season. So grateful, they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region with the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. His new Giza Dreams bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and he guarantees they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors. And like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can buy one, get one free by calling 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free, plus free shipping. Call 800-391-0954 or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure to use the promo code WORD. Word. The Forevermark Diamond Tribute Collection
15: for your courage, passion, determination, for your tenderness, spirit, and the way you love. For all that you are. The Forever Mark Tribute Collection. A diamond for each of your qualities. Forevermark.
1: Beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced. Explore the Forever Mark Tribute Collection at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nego Road. Visit TrinityJewers.com Lady
3: Madonna, children at your feet. Wonder how you manage to make ends meet.
4: Frederica Matthews Green is back with this year to talk to us about. The Madonna and Child, and How the Early Christians Regarded the Infant Jesus. Frederica, she's the author of one of our favorite books called The Jesus Prayer, The Ancient Desert Prayer That Turns the Heart to God. And also, her latest book is called Welcome to the Orthodox Church, An Introduction to Eastern Christianity. Frederica, how are you, friend? Welcome back.
6: Hi, John. Good to be with you. I oh. hope you're preparing for another wonderful Christmas.
5: We're certainly hoping to do so, Frederica. We're glad you're here. Can you talk about the infant Jesus? Um, you know, all of the artwork that there is in the world, I, I can't even put a number, even a guess, on how many sculptures have been produced, how many paintings have been produced on just the Madonna and Childs. So it was obviously, from the very beginning, an important image for people.
6: Yes, yes, it really was and um and there's a there's a saying in public relations that you hang a lantern on your problem, and the fact that Christians were claiming that God had become a human being, that God had become a baby, that he' had been wrapped in swaddling clothes, which you know, basically means diapers. this was a communication problem. And instead, they celebrated it. Hmm. They made that something that they boasted about. And as early as the 200s in the Roman catacombs, there are already pictures of the Madonna and child.
4: Really? So, Frederica, how did the early Christians then look at, talk about, think about the baby Jesus?
6: Yes. Well, it was... um, it was one of the two challenges they had. Of course, the crucifixion was also difficult for them to explain. Um, and as St. Paul said, God Jesus was a stumbling block to the Jews and foolishness to the Gentiles. Athanasius, writing in the early 300s, um, answers the challenge saying if God was going to come to earth, why didn't he come as light or fire or air? or something more lovely and noble, and Athanasius said, the answer is, the Lord did not come to make a display. He came to heal and teach suffering humanity. Mm -hmm. So the Christians, from the first, they said, yes, an angel came to the Virgin Mary and told her that the Holy Spirit would overshadow her. Mm -hmm. And they searched the Scriptures, and they found in Isaiah 7, 14, Behold, a Virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Uh, as I thought about that word overshadowed, I saw that replicated in several places in Scripture, like in Habakkuk 3.3, where he says, God will come out of the mountain overshadowed. Um, when, when Moses finished preparations, the cloud covered the tent of meeting, even while the, the Jews were still wandering in the desert. And the glory glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. The early Christians understood that to be an image of what happened to the Virgin Mary. And then centuries later, when Solomon dedicated the temple that he built in Jerusalem, same thing, it says a cloud filled, covered the house of the Lord, and the priests couldn't endure the present because the glory of the Lord had filled the house of the Lord. They thought, well, that's what it's like. That's how the Holy Spirit overshadowed the Virgin Mary. You know, that's
5: a fascinating link that you've made, Frederick. I I was just thinking about the story of when Solomon dedicates the temple and you rightly brought up the idea that the priests were overwhelmed by it. And what they said was, you are good, right? And your love endures forever. And you think, boy, that's similar to the Magnificat in some ways. Yes? Yes.
6: It's it's so close to what uh, Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord, and she extols the greatness and the goodness of the Lord and His provision for His people. Mm. That's our response, you know. You, I, I guess, one response to the you know to the glory of the Lord would be to fall on your face, to say as Peter did to Jesus, "I am a sinful man, I am not deserving of Your presence," uh, but as When the angel spoke to Mary, she had that simple response of joyous acceptance and of understanding whatever it meant that the Holy Spirit would overshadow her. Those were the words that the angel used, and we can't imagine what that meant. But she accepted that as parallel to the glory of the Lord, filling the tabernacle, filling the temple.
4: Frederica Matthews Green talking about the Madonna and the Child and how the early Christians looked at the baby Jesus.
5: Frederica, thank you again, our good friend for being with us again in our I think I said again twice, but I really do like her so much that I just repeat myself.
4: Fabulous. It's really an interesting sort of um I
5: never thought of that link in that word overshadow. Yeah, I don't know I don't know if it's the the same word. I mean, one would be um in Hebrew and one would be in Greek, I guess. Yeah, sure, but it'd be interesting to know. I, I really, I really appreciated that. To go back and look at that yeah. passage
4: again. It, it's always interesting. It's just like the conversation with Jerry Boyer. When you really sort of look at it and slow down your reading of different passages, I mean, of course, all scriptures that way. It's
5: one big story.
4: It is, and one mystery uh, uncovered after another. Hey, stay with us, won't you, please? Listen, we're going to give away tickets. Really, a, a wonderful prize package to see the Gettys next week. Thursday night at the buy Theater downtown. We give away those tickets, a pair, and a meet-and-greet with, the, with the, the Getty's 530 today.
16: Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Let's talk credit card debt for a minute. If you feel you're carrying too much of it, you're not alone. The average household in the U.S. carries over $8,000 in credit card debt. And for a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com.
2: For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com.
1: Rates subject to change. Pay 1.375% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states and MLS number 3030.
2: As we enter this holiday season, we've stopped to reflect on what we're grateful for. This is Greg Trzynski, and at the Original Mattress Factory, we're grateful for you, our loyal customers. With your support, more than half of our business comes from repeat customers and referrals. And we have been hometown-made for nearly 30 years. So thank you. We look forward to building new relationships and providing the high quality and great value that you've come to expect from the Original Mattress Factory. We wish you and your family a happy and healthy holiday season and a wonderful new year.
11: This is former Pirates manager Clint Hurdle for my friends at Urban Impact. What a privilege to work with an organization that truly understands that everyone matters. This year alone, their athletics, performing arts, education, and options programs have reached over 2,300 Northside kids and served over 42,000 meals. And thanks to an incredible $300,000 matching grant, your year-end gift can have twice the impact. So make a difference today. Donate now at uifpgh.org slash
0: match. Join Ireland's own Keith and Kristen Getty, known for "In Christ Alone," for their ninth annual Sing an Irish Christmas tour, featured on public television, the BBC, and TVN. The Gettys are joined by their incredible band, fusing Celtic, Americana, modern, and classical music for a vibrant celebration of the season. Build lifelong memories at Sing an Irish Christmas. For tickets and information, visit
1: GettyMusic.com/Christmas. Coming to the Benenden Center in Pittsburgh on December 12th. This Christmas, put 36 holes in your golf lover's stocking for half the price with the Salem Half Price Golf Card. Get half off savings now while supplies last. Good for 18 holes at Pheasant Ridge and 18 more at Harmony Ridge. With cart, just $53. Order now before they're gone at pittsburgh.discountshoppingclub.com. So find some stockings and put a hole in one at pittsburgh.discountshoppingclub.com.
4: Voice. Happy St. Nicholas Day, John. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for I most didn't Americans, know that was
5: a thing that we'd celebrate.
4: Well, oh, today's a big deal worldwide.
5: I'm sad that I didn't know until now.
4: Well, for most Americans, December 6th, of course, is just another gray, gray cold, dark winter day. But for some, especially in the Midwest, they'll be checking their stockings to see what St. Nick has brought them as they celebrate St. Nicholas Day. Originally a uh, Eastern European feast day, St. Nicholas in the church is still widely celebrated in Europe. Traditions vary, but many mark the day by leaving their shoes or stockings for St. Nick to fill with treats such as oranges, chocolate coins, candy canes. In the United States, the holiday is most prevalent in cities with strong Germanic roots. Okay,
5: so I went back and looked at that. Yeah. And Because I was in Germany over the summer, and I kind of wanted to see if the area where I was had any link in particular. Well, it does, because oh. in southern Germany, there is a devil-like creature named Krampus. Oh. We've talked about him before. Oh, that's an evil Who evil arrives thing. on this day. Yes. He arrives on St. Nicholas Day. Krampus. He sometimes puts naughty children in a bag and takes them away. Yowse. That's what he does, people. That'll slow you down, okay? won't it? Another St. Nicholas companion is Necht Ruprecht who is kind of an anti-Santa. He has a dirty beard, a physically dirty beard, and wears a coat made of animal hides. Yowza. Other companions, John, hmm. include the uh, Berkton runners, Hans Muff, Frau Berkta, and Riddle Rattleman. These the- characters can be kind of scary because some of them leave lumps of coal or dirt
4: rather than bringing presents. Well, oh, that's really interesting. So it's kind of like the Brothers Grimm.
5: It is. It's You can tell... Like, there's I a lot of that. darkness there I, in the imagination of because we're all right? sort of
4: like you know we have you know we've sort of PR'd Santa into some sort of Coca-Cola thing, but the roots are some real dark, scary, you know, very intense things for little yeah, kids.
5: But also, Silent Night, written in Germany, mm. opposite extreme.
4: Yes, it is. Isn't that fascinating? I, is, lo- yeah.
5: I love to hear about cultures. Also, you know, our gingerbread um, houses, gingerbread men, that's a German thing, too. hmm mm-hmm. And there have been nativity sets, I read today, that have been part of Christmas in Germany since the Middle Ages. I see.
4: So is there? A, there's a particular German neighborhood in the city, right? I mean, I guess the north side. Deutschtown. town, right? Yeah. yeah. So over at Penn Brewery tonight, right? They're going to celebrate. Are they
5: gonna, is Krampus going to show up
4: there? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Have you seen the uh, Krampus parades? No. Oh, they're scary. They're scary. I mean, it's like one crazy-looking, wild, horrific beast after another.
5: Are those parades today? Yeah. On St. Nicholas Day? Yeah,
4: yeah. Krampus Day. Wow. On right. St. Nicholas Day. Okay. Anyway, keep your kids inside tonight. Right? Exactly. I'm,
5: I'm look, All of a sudden, right now, you know what I'm Googling.
4: What's that? I have to find.
5: Oh, gosh, they are exactly terrible. They are. They? Oh, my gosh.
4: Very much so. We'll, we'll take a break. Come back. Uh, when, what, what's going on here? Mike, you are holding your hands up? Yeah, because we're going to go not... to a news break. Oh, right. Yeah. We okay?
5: Are we okay? Of course we're okay. All right, just get... Still got about a minute.
4: What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, here I am thinking we're, we're leaving, oh, walking Portugal. out the door.
5: Listen, yeah. I-, I just Googled the Krampus parade. Yeah. I might never be the same.
4: Because it is frightening.
5: Oh, my gosh.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Listen, there's a, uh, there's a video here about a Krampus parade. It's on the New York Times website. Yeah. It's really scary. Of course it is. Yeah. But see, that was the whole Brothers Grimm attitude about fairy tales, right? Is you needed to tell the darkness right. so that kids could learn to be brave.
4: Did you, When your kids were little, did you ever read Brothers Grimm to them? Oh, no, of oh. course not. Oh, They're d-
6: atrocious.
4: Oh, no, we used to do that. We, oh. would, we would dig into it once in a while. Just Come to, on! Yeah.
6: Well, like, with their, their...
4: Not bedtime. Kids'
5: feet being burned I mean, and know, thrown he, off of cliffs and... Would just- <laughs>
4: we would be selective in our scare but you had to go there it was just good for the kids that explains a lot what do you mean it explains a lot
7: exactly mike
4: st nick brothers Grimm, krampus today
8: sharing the word
9: that changes the world
8: 101.5 wordfm pittsburgh
9: a service of salem media group
2: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. For the second time this week, there's been a fatal shooting in a Navy base, leaving four people dead. The gunman
1: attacked in a Naval Air Station Pensacola classroom, killing three people. Two U.S. officials say he was a second lieutenant in the Saudi Air Force who was training at the storied base in Florida's Panhandle.
0: He was training in aviation.
1: Captain Tim Kinsella would not comment on any links to terrorism. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says the Saudis will be held
12: responsible. The government of Saudi Arabia uh, needs to, to make, make things better for these victims.
1: In all, a dozen people were shot, including two sheriff's deputies, in the second assault on a Navy base this week. Sagar Magani at the Pentagon. On
2: Wall Street, a good day as the Dow is up by 337 points. The Nasdaq rose 85. The s advanced 28. Oil up to 59.20 a barrel. This is SRN News. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, driven by
7: Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for over 100 years.
4: replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course, windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip down when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsruspittsburgh.com. Mention Word FM for an additional 10% off at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com.
1: Rich Engler presents Christmas with Michael W. Smith. It's the
10: most wonderful time
1: of the year. And Mark Martell. It's
10: beginning
6: to look a lot like Christmas.
1: Christmas with Michael W. Smith and his band. 7 p.m., December 19th at Christchurch at Grove Farm in Sowickley. Tickets available at itickets.com or call 800 965 9324. Welcomed by Word FM.
10: Surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention, so many ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out for the resources and know-how to make it all work. There's Salem Surround. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com, surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers.
14: Tonight, clearing with a low 25. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high 38. Tomorrow night, mainly clear with a low 27. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sunshine at a high 49. Sunday night, considerable cloudiness with on and off rain and drizzle late with a low of 43. Monday, mild with periods of rain and a high of 53. And Tuesday, times of rain turning colder in the afternoon of a high 49. With your Accurate the Forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick.
3: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are
4: your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, thanks for coming along today, the Friday edition. It's good. It's been a fast week, hasn't it? It has been a fast week.
5: There's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. I think one of the most interesting things is the story that came out, I don't know, was it yesterday, Um, talking about... the uh, meeting between Joel Osteen and Kanye West, which happened a couple Sundays ago. Right,
4: November 17th, I think.
5: Now, all of a sudden, we're vaulting into 2020, and it's going to be a much bigger thing.
4: Yep, so this from People Magazine, of all places, Kanye West. (laughs) Or John gets a lot of his material for the show. (laughs) Kanye West will reportedly join forces with Pastor Joel Osteen again in the new year. Last month, the Jesus is King rapper stopped by Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church in Houston to speak about his spiritual journey. Now, Kanye West is anticipated to join Joel Osteen on his America's Night of Hope tour to stop at New York City's Yankee Stadium, May second, 2020. The America Night of Hope Tour is described as Joel Osteen's web- on Joel Osteen's website as featuring, quote, "inspirational nights of hope, worship and encouragement hmm. in 11 cities across America. Now, the um, Yankee Stadium event will feature Joel Osteen 56, who will preach sermon and then let Kanye West and his choir perform. While speaking at Osteen's service, Kanye West said he knows that God has been calling him for a long time and the devil's been distracting me for a long
5: time. Okay.
4: I would like to see it. I, mean, I, w- I would I, like to see it. I'm I, I am not, not a fan of Joel no, Osteen. I'm not a I'm Joel just not.
5: Osteen fan either.
4: But I I mean, that, that combination of, look, I, you know, it's, it's got to be oddly theatrical. That's the best I can say for it right, right now.
5: If you watched the um the conversation online between Joel Osteen and Kanye mm-hmm. West, I'd love to hear about it. I have not watched it yet. Um I've heard though from a person I trust that said that there were there was a lot of really interesting things that were said. I'm sure.
4: They're both very distinct personalities coming at the gospel from yeah, how, wildly what? disparate perspectives. Right.
5: I mean, the way Joel Osteen comes at the gospel is, you know, in like a Name it, claim it, kind right, of way, right? Kind of like the power of positive thinking.
4: I mean, the best thing I can say about that, and of course, um, is that I've I've got a friend who is not a believer who stays home on Sunday morning, and he considers Joel Osteen a holy man of God. Okay. So uh, the hope is right that that per, that friend of mine will be compelled to dig deeper right. into his faith journey. That's all I would say. Right.
5: Right. I'm glad that that's interesting for you, and then.
4: Yeah. You know, maybe and this. See what comes yeah. your way as yeah. you would read your Bible. Yeah. And see where you work into that. Okay. Anyway, May 2nd at Yankee Stadium. You want to take a road trip? Yeah. That'd be kind of cool.
5: I've never been to Yankee Stadium.
4: Oh, well, the new Yankee Stadium I've is it, not is been it, to.
5: Yeah. Did they tear the old one down? Yeah. Okay.
4: Totally. The house that Ruth built. The the new Yankee Stadium, I would say, would be the house that Derek Jeter built. Right. Or Mariano Rivera built. Right, right. Right.
5: I hear it's it's probably like a a corporate
4: chapel. Well, it is, but, you know, tickets are so incredibly expensive. You know, say what you will, and of course we have, about the Pirates over the many years... It is still fairly, I mean, you know, on oh, a sliding it's a po- scale, yeah, it's fairly a for- inexpensive yes, to go, especially if you bring your own food. Yes. You can still go in and see a Major League Baseball game. Absolutely. Uh, depending There's
5: nothing. We cannot complain about the price of tickets. We can complain no.
6: about a lot of other things. Yeah, you
4: can't. I mean, you know, they've been just so abysmal. Anyway.
5: Hey, I think it's about time. What well, time for what? I think I need to tell both of you. Yes. Your weekend
4: has begun. Oh, yes. It, it's up. eight minutes past the five o'clock hour. Kanye West speaking thereof. All is right and well in this corner of the world on a Friday. Listen,
5: I love that song so much. The only thing is, again, too, too Mike, short. don't you want it to be longer? Don't you want that part to be longer? He's talking on the phone it's to a guest. I should probably short. stop. It's, it's just, just too short. I know he should pay more attention to us. Yeah, it's Listen, a to it's a. I don't love the album Jesus is King. It's not. It's not really my thing. It's not on repeat on your. And it's no. And it's very short. And I wish there was more choir. But I'll tell you. When I've seen the the ups worship services live, it's I can't get enough cool. of them. I cannot get enough.
4: I mean, maybe first step in, right? Yeah. Maybe first step in. Okay. Who knows what will uh, follow with Kanye's musical? Yeah, I want to know
5: when the Kanye Choir is releasing their first their album. CD.
4: You think they would? You think someone? You know, someone would go. They have enough material. Look
5: at what they're doing at these concerts. All they have to do is record what they're already doing. Yeah. I'd buy it in a hot minute. Yeah. What? What's going on?
4: Nothing. What? Oh, hey, hey. Uh, Are
5: you lazy? Is that what it is? You're I'm feeling
4: speaking, d- you know, uh, slothful? I'm feeling a little, because it is Friday. Worked awfully hard.
5: Okay, but tiredness is not the same as slothfulness. I don't
4: even care. <laughs> I'm feeling a little, you know the song Lazy Bones? Did you ever hear that song? Oh, yeah.
5: Right. I love that song. Yeah. That's a really good song. I sang
4: that once for an audition. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I bet you could do that well. I, I got I, mean, you're I, laughing, the part. But I bet you'd be good at that. Yeah. I yeah, got, yeah. I
4: often think of that. An odd little ditty is mm-hmm. what it is.
5: Okay. I'll give it to Mike. Maybe he'll play it next. All
4: right. We're going to talk about laziness, sloth, how scripture warns us against that coming up in just a few minutes. Stick around. Hey, uh, Saturday at the Springhouse.
5: Oh my gosh, it's Christmas already.
4: Holy smokes. Marsh is here from the Spring House. Hey, Marsh. Merry Christmas to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, do I have her? Do I have her? There we go. We there? Mm, I'm sorry. I do not have her. What happened there? Marsh. I, I don't know. All of a sudden, it looks like a little... <laughs> Uh, All of a sudden, we got Houston. we got excited to talk to Marsh. And we she got a problem. There. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna check out Martian in a little Y-O-1.
8: bit. 101.5 W O R D.
4: What sin has hindered you in life? You know,
2: the one sin that always trips you up. Can you think of it? Well, join us as our teacher, Dr. J. Vernon McGee, answers this question for himself this week in our continuing study of Hebrews on Through the Bible. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m.
4: on 101.5 WORD. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. Out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be Eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit Pittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows Are Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters, and downspouts, doors, and of course, windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and One of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip down when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention Word FM for an additional 10% off at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Every day across western Pennsylvania, tough breaks happen to honest
1: folks. Layoffs happen to single parents. Evictions happen to families with babies. And empty bank accounts happen to hungry people. But thankfully, every day in our community, good people happen to bad things. Your sustaining monthly gift of just $25 doubles the Salvation Army's ability to assist our neighbors battling poverty and help them win. Join the fight for good by texting WORDFM to
4: 91999.
5: Teens in foster care will love you, even if you don't know the lingo.
4: Dad bod. Now. The result of the occasional donut always washed down with confidence.
5: Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Visit adoptuskids.org.
4: Yeah, oh, now we've got Marsha. Oh, the, the telephone. My big fat thumb, I think.
5: <laughs> Hi, Marsh.
6: Yeah. Hi, guys. How are you?
5: Good. Humble, <laughs>
4: humble Marsha. Yeah. That's how we are. Tell us
5: about, tell us about Christmas dinner. <laughs> I'm a
8: humble pie.
4: Yeah.
5: What's up for Christmas dinner, Marsh?
8: Well, um, you know, it is time that time of year to think about the springhouse hickory Smoke tams. Yeah. So we are smoking round the clock. We actually had somebody order three hundred of them. What to give to all of his top clients? Yes. Wow. Yes. So we are smoking round the clock, and so hoping we can still fit in smoking for our customers too. No, I think we've got it. We've got it time to a science. <laughs> Holy
3: smokes! But oh. no intended. <laughs>
8: But Sam is like checking with all the neighbor farmers. You got any hickory trees on your, on your farm? <laughs> I need some more hickory trees.
5: <laughs> well, wow, So, Marcia, so do people need to call and reserve a hickory smoked ham from you guys? Yeah.
8: Yeah, that would be really good. Just so we can make sure that we're going to have enough for everybody. Every some some years, we have to say we can't sell any through the store, but um, we like to be able to do that. But this year, would be a, probably a really good idea to call.
4: Yeah, I mean it's cool. Both Kath and I have been inside the smokehouse with oh, yeah. you. We go down and visit, and, and you know, I remember being in there with your mom. And that scent—it's kind of like country perfume. <laughs>
8: It's a good one, John.
4: Yeah, thank you. (laughs) But right, I mean, it has a very distinct, very high scent, doesn't it?
8: It does. It really does. It is. I Like, I've never tasted this kind of ham. Have you tasted this kind of ham anywhere?
4: No, no, it's really, really unique, but so excellent.
8: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we like to we like to have people call and order that, and then they can order all their other goodies too. We're doing Christmas cookie trays, which are amazing—fourteen kinds of homemade cookies like your grandma and your great aunts would have made, and casseroles and mashed potatoes and salads and cheese balls and mm, fabulous—you know everything you can think of for Christmas. It's okay. coming it's coming fast.
4: It certainly is coming super fast. So call the Spring House today at seven two four two two eight thirty three thirty nine or look online springhouse <laughs>
3: that's
4: just one of those days. It really right? is one yeah, of is. those days. Yeah. Hey um
5: Well, you know what I was really surprised to read today, John. Tell this me. is the first thing out of bed this morning. What's that? That uh, for the first time in the United States, yeah. top ten list of baby names for 2019. Yeah, Muhammad was on the list.
4: Whoa, whoa, yeah. that mm-hmm. says something right there. An so that's awful a cul- lot. Doesn't that's it? a cultural shift. Yeah. Okay. So do you have a list of the top ten names of babies? Because you know. We've talked about this uh, in years past, and it's always interesting to see, you know, how trendy n- names are, right? And they, they tend to circle through or cycle through much more in a modern age than they did probably when our parents were kids. They're always this, you know, Elliot or Max or whatever. Um, very, very interesting that Muhammad – is he high on the list?
5: I think he's at number 10. Hmm. Yeah, I think he's at number – okay. Here are the uh, Here are the boys' names. Um, Top names for mm-hmm. 2018. Yeah, number ten is Muhammad. Uh huh. Number nine, Oliver.
4: Oliver, isn't like that, that, that from uh, Green? That's from Green uh, Green Acres. Is it? Right. Yeah. I never saw she Green Acres. Would, oh yeah. yeah. George Gabor would always go to Eddie Arnold. Oliver.
5: Oliver. I know the uh, stage play or the musical.
4: What Green Acres? The musical. No. <laughs> <laughs> what. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Oliver, <laughs> consider yourself well in that. Oh, i is, is there a musical about Green Acres? How did I miss <laughs> that? I mean, actually, it would be a pretty funny musical, wouldn't it?
5: Yeah, I think it would be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've never
4: seen that. It would be, be
5: pretty bad, actually. No, actually number eight, Elijah.
4: Elijah.
5: Number seven, Lucas.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Number five, Caden. How can that be Kaden. right? Or, what? I'm sorry, that's number six, Caden. Spell it. Like C-A-D-E-N. Caden. Yeah. Number five, Grayson.
4: Wait, this is a boy's name? Yeah. Grayson. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. That's a pretty name. Number
5: four, Aiden.
4: Grayson, Aiden, Kate.
5: Number three, Noah. Huh. Number two, Jackson. And number one, hmm. Liam.
4: Liam. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're all sort of uh, European-centric in some yeah, way, aren't
5: yeah, they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Would you like to hear the top girls' names in the U.S.? Yes, please. In the U.S. Mm-hmm. Number two, Aaliyah.
4: N- number 10 mm-hmm. is Aaliyah. Interesting.
5: Uh, number 9, Riley.
4: Hmm.
5: Number 8, Mia.
4: Oh, that's a pretty name.
5: Number 7, Amelia.
4: Amelia Earhart. Sort of uh-huh. like that, huh?
5: Number 6, Isabella.
4: Hmm.
5: Number 5, Aria.
4: How can Aria? Really? That surprises me. Number A-R-I-A. F- yeah.
5: Do you know anybody by the name of Aria, Mike? No? No. No, I don't either. I know an Ariana. Yeah, so do I actually, but not. Uh, number four, Ava, one of my favorites. I love that name. Totally love Very that much name. So. I have a niece, Ava. Um, number three, Emma.
4: Oh, that's a throwback.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Number two, Olivia. Olivia. You see, if you have Oliver, yeah, you should have Olivia. Right. And number one, the top uh, girl name in the United States 2019, Sophia.
4: Sophia, that's yeah. been on the list for a while, hasn't it?
5: Sophia seems to be on the list a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Do you know? That's really interesting. Yeah. So anyway, but but Muhammad comes in at number ten.
4: Number ten.
5: So that's just, and I believe it was in the top ten in Britain.
4: Oh, probably, five years ago. I bet it was. Four yeah. or
5: five years ago, something right. like that.
4: So that's interesting. So um, immigrant children, right, coming in mm-hmm. Eastern European or Eastern, um, uh, what Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. or you know Middle, the East. Middle East is right. what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Muslim families coming in having babies
5: right let me ask you about choosing the names of your children I'm going to ask Mike and you both Mm -hmm. okay was there a conflict between you and your wife did you say no this is the name I want and she said no this is the name I want and then there was some kind of conflagration
4: no I think we were pretty much uh, on the same page really now with our first child we knew ahead of time with our second child we waited. We had like a sort of short list mm-hmm. and waited until the baby arrived to
5: determine assign a name. What he looked like. Yeah. He looks like a whatever. Right, we did
4: this, and that, that made sense to okay, us. Okay,
5: but you guys were on the same page.
4: Pretty much, yeah.
5: Mike. Um, we had a
7: minor conflict. Minor. Um, we, we narrowed it down to two Jonah and Jonathan. Oh, okay. And he was nameless for about two and a half minutes. And my wife looked at me and she goes, Look at him. He's a Jonathan. I said, I think you're right.
4: All right. Mm. There you go. You did say no to that. That's sweet.
5: Uh, mine was nameless for two and a half days.
4: Two and a half days. Two and a half no days. No child's name. Yeah.
5: Just, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nameless. And it was the time for me to take, to go home. Oh, jeez. And they were like, you guys got to land
4: here. Is <laughs> that the first baby or second, second
5: baby? Second. First one, we were good. Mm-hmm. Second one, it wasn't like we had a conflict. We just couldn't, decide. we had two names. It was either going to be Abigail, Kathleen, or it was going to be, Katie Rose. Caitlin you made the Rose. right choice. I think, I think I did make the right choice, but you know who decided? Who? The nurses on the floor <laughs> at Allegheny General got together. They came en masse into our room. And, Actually, they said, and they said, listen, we know you're having a hard time with this. We just have to say, like, she's the rosiest baby oh, in no kidding." In the unit. So you have to go with Katie Rose because it's just the color is choosing for you.
4: Oh, that's fabulous. That's
5: what happened.
6: Interesting. Mm -hmm.
5: Yeah. So two and a half days can be a long time. I understand, though, I had a friend who did not name her children. She had nine of them. She did not name her children for several months after they were born. Several you months? You don't have to decide before you leave the hospital. What? She, now, she was a physician, yeah. so she knew the inside workings sure. of hospitals and everything. Whereas a, a civilian like me, like whatever the nurse tells me, if she says, right, I have right. to decide, I have to decide. She said, you don't have to decide. So she, they wanted to get to know their children a
4: little bit before they named, before them. They named them. With all nine children? Yes. That's fascinating. How, I often. At what age did your children get Social Security cards? right away. Well, that's interesting because to me, that's a, a fairly recent thing because I don't think I had a social security card until I was 16. I think so too. Until I needed a job.
5: In fact, when they would show up at the house, it always made me laugh because it's like, who there's like mail addressed to like this six day old human. Right. And they get their first little thing in the mail. Exactly. Like, look, she's so new and she's getting mail.
4: And then you would get things like, you know, catalogs addressed to your, we did address to your child. Like, you know, baby care products and things like that. Somehow, you know, the Social Security Administration was kind of like selling for your exactly name.
5: Exactly, siphoning really? us off. What the heck? For crying out loud.
4: Right. But then that was helpful because, like, family members, like, especially like my grandma, she would get, like, um, or, uh, older aunts would get um, savings bonds. Right. In your child's name.
5: Right. Did people do that anymore? Like, saving Mike, bonds. did anyone get savings bonds for Jonathan?
7: No, but my my wife had saving bonds when she was a child. Yeah,
5: but do people but, do that for babies now? I don't know. I bet they do. I don't think so. I, I don't think, think
7: it's as big of a do, thing as it was. Yeah, because
4: It was a patriotic know. thing.
7: I heard bonds yeah. aren't they don't, you know, they don't mature greatly no, you know, in not. time. No, it's not.
4: It's, it's kind of like money in the bank. Right. Safe well, money. Well,
5: and it's funny though, when it was time for me to buy my first house, I was 24 when I bought my first house. I had all sorts of savings bonds. Oh, did you? From like when I was a relatives baby. Relatives over the, the years. Relatives had given it to me when I was an infant. Huh. I think I had a good like three thousand dollars in savings bonds. Really? Yeah.
4: So you went to the bank and cashed them in,
5: right? And just used them for our down payment. Oh, that's really cool. when my poor kids are going to go to like buy their first house. First Why? of all, they're probably going to be sixty. Now, I forget yeah. what this is called, but my my wife, when
7: she was born, her parents got her um, whatever the whatever the college credits prices were at that time.
4: Oh, sure. You you do the college um, uh, p- payment methods, Yes, right? I forget. It's like a five. Uh, there's a particular government yeah. name to it. Oh, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, where yeah, you, yeah. Where you
5: put your money aside yeah, and right, do it. Right, A, right, right, a, right, right. a tax-free. We free. do that with our kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good thing to do for it sure. sure. I it it mean, it sure it's a lot is. better than doing a savings bond. Right.
4: Probably. Yeah, yeah it But is.
5: again, all the people that contributed to mine, I'm very happy. <laughs>
4: right. Take a break? <laughs> yeah, I think we should. Okay, stick around. We've got a
5: big ticket giveaway coming up next.
4: We were going to talk about laziness, but honestly, I'm a little too lazy to even talk about laziness. I've just had it. So at some point, maybe next week, if I've, you know, I don't know, you got time or we just kind of can do something forward. We'll talk about laziness. The Forevermark
15: Diamond Tribute Collection.
4: For your courage,
15: passion, determination, for your tenderness, spirit, and the way you love. For all that you are, the Forever Mark Tribute Collection. A diamond for each of your qualities.
1: Forevermark, beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced. Explore the Forevermark tribute collection at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road.
3: Visit TrinityJewelers.com. Send wishes of joy and love to those on your mind and heart this season with free online cards at CrossCards.com. It only takes a minute to personalize and send a CrossCards.com e-card that will brighten the holiday season for family and friends. From scripture-inspired cards to heartfelt messages, even party invitations, CrossCards.com makes it easy to let others know you're thinking about them this Christmas. Celebrate the most wonderful time of the year with free cards at CrossCards.com. Join
0: Ireland's own Keith and Kristen Getty, known for In Christ Alone, for their ninth annual Sing, an Irish Christmas Tour. Featured on public television, the BBC and TVN, the Gettys are joined by their incredible band, fusing Celtic, Americana, modern and classical music for a vibrant celebration of the season. Build lifelong memories at Sing, an Irish Christmas. For tickets and information, visit
4: GettyMusic.com slash Christmas. Coming to the Benenden Center in pittsburgh on december 12th since its founding in 1876 grove city college has helped students pursue higher education as a path to gainful employment ultimately grove city college knows that wisdom and knowledge come from the lord but as you graduate from grove city college and find yourself in the workplace what do you do with the wisdom and knowledge you've pursued
5: I'll tell you, John, I was surprised to read this number. 96% of graduates from Grove City are employed or in graduate school within six months.
4: Six months of graduation. And those graduates from Grove City College go on to earn salaries that rank in the top 13% For alumni earnings
5: so the best ambassadors for Grove City College are really the alumni right so if you've got a kid and they're in the later stages of high school or maybe it's even junior high and you're starting to think what are the next five or six years gonna look like consider Grove City College because if you want your child to think about the future and grow in the knowledge of Christ plus grow in the knowledge and influence in the world this is the place to be.
4: If you have any questions, really, you should ask a Grover alumni because Grove City's unique mission is to equip students to pursue the unique calling through academic excellence and Christ centered learning. Do yourself a favor go visit Grove City College, you and your child. Look online first at gcc.edu.
14: Tonight, clearing with a low 25. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high 38. Tomorrow night, mainly clear with a low 27. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sunshine of the high 49. Sunday night, considerable cloudiness with on and off rain and drizzle late with a low of 43. Monday, mild with periods of rain and a high of 53. And Tuesday, times of rain turning colder in the afternoon with a high 49. With your Accurate the Forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick.
9: Gentle,
4: that is the sound of Keith and Christian Getty, who next Thursday evening, December twelfth, will be performing "Sing an Irish Christmas" at the Benetton Center in downtown Pittsburgh.
5: I've seen the Gettys live a couple times, more than a couple times, and uh, they are—they surround themselves with terrific musicians. You will love this show. I mean, right. even if you think, the okay, these aren't really my thing, I promise you, you're going to go
4: and you're going to be blown away a little. Plus, what's cool is there's a sing-along.
5: Yeah. There's a sing- love. Which doesn't happen in the Benedum. It happens out in the hall after. What? All the musicians are going to come out with their, like, handheld instruments and they're just going to sing in the hall.
4: In the lobby yeah. of the Benedum. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Ricky Skaggs will be there as well. Tickets on sale right now at wordfm.com. Kath and I will be there. We'll be uh, on stage for a few minutes to sing hello to you. So mm-hmm. stop by and uh, check us out and say hello.
5: And now we've got two VIP tickets that we're happy to give away to you guys. Two tickets with prime seating and tickets to the VIP meet and greet with Keith Getty before the concert. And it's going to be a terrific night, as John said, and I think it's time to decide the number. Which caller, John, okay. are you going to give this uh, set of two tickets away to?
4: The number at 800-320-8255, 800-320-8255. Caller number 49.
5: Wow. Got it. Caller number 49. I it like it. Push it up the it.
4: tree. Okay. 800-320-8255 for you to go and uh, with someone you love to check out the Gettys next Thursday evening at the uh, Benetton Center downtown Pittsburgh. As I said, tickets on sale, wordfm.com. Um,
5: since we're going to be I'm seeing the show, which just basically means we come out on the stage and say hi to everybody ahead of time, <laughs> yeah. will you be wearing your holiday finery?
4: Well, I? You're yes. looking at me? Yeah.
5: Well, yeah. You're the only one I'm going to be there with.
4: Um, I mean, I was just, I was going to wear, you know, like, you know, a pair of pants and a shirt. I mean, it's the Benetim. Like. I think you should dress up. Well, no. I am mean, look, oh, wait.
5: <laughs> no, no. I think you should dress up.
4: Really? Yeah. No, there's like undue pressure.
5: Uh, well, I'm just saying wait, it's I... a holiday concert. It's a little lifted.
4: So do I have to, like, go get, a, like, a Christmas sweater? Well, or are you looking for me no, to, like, to wear, a... Like I definitely
5: a, do not want you to wear a Christmas tails sweater. Tails and tux? Maybe. Something like that? No, well, I'm not going to do that. Okay, maybe not tails and a tux. But I think maybe something a little, you know... Lifted. Extra.
4: Really? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not
5: wearing a ball gown. I
4: mean, I'm not asking you, because apparently you're already on board. No,
5: I'm just right? thinking ahead. I think it's Thinking a holiday ahead. event. I think we gotta, you know, really? I know.
4: Yeah, yeah, kick yeah, yeah. things
5: up. I mean Mike's already said that he's gone out and rented something. I don't yeah, know what it is. I don't know. Maybe I, it's a limo. Maybe Mike's
4: driving us. I don't want to be that in a, would be that's great. Cheese ball. I I was just, you know, gonna wear like Wait a, a pair a minute. of work pants.
5: You for a while earned your living as a limo driver. Maybe you could drive me.
4: <laughs> as I said, that's so super cheese ball. Mm, Seriously. Right. I mean it's not like the you know, senior prom or something no. like that. how
5: about we just go the other extreme and I'll just get an Uber. <laughs> or a lift.
4: And just show up. Yeah. Right? You're yeah, mm-hmm. Fine. Keith and Kristen Getty are the reason to, to attend the show. Not us. No, exactly. But we'll be happy to see you All there. Right. 800-320-8255. I, Mike, do we have ourselves a winner? We do. Yeah, a we do. Thumbs up. Okay. Call number 49. Thanks for that uh, tenacious move forward. All
5: right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's the weekend Review.
4: Ah. We'll look back on the best and the worst of today's news and stuff.
12: correct on my iPhone will change the word previous and precious because it's only one letter different.
1: This year, give the gift of laughter. Word FM presents Date Night with comedian Marty Simpson.
12: So on my 19th wedding anniversary, I accidentally tweeted, I've loved spending the last 19 years with my previous wife.
1: Valentine's Day, February 14th at Christchurch at Grove Farm in Sewickley. Early bird general admission, just $20. Now through December 31st.
12: Hashtag sleeping on the couch.
1: At wordfm.com slash night.
2: 101.5 WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Do you think your child is able to
3: make wise choices? You might as well face it, folks. Children can choose to go the wrong way if they want to, no matter how good you are. Your goal is that you be a godly parent. Here,
10: Adrian Rogers present lessons for dealing with a future for the family this month
1: on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. Get away without going far. Lose yourself without being lost. At Antiochian Village near historic Ligonier, 300 acres of pristine woodlands await to refresh and inspire you with 100 hotel-style lodging rooms, 20 meeting rooms, amazing food, and award-winning desserts. It's 360 degrees of mountain views bathed in the warmth of Christian hospitality. Book your next church or youth retreat now at antiochianvillage.org.
11: This is former Pirates manager, Clint Hurdle, for my friends at Urban Impact. What a privilege to work with an organization that truly understands that everyone matters. This year alone, their athletics, performing arts, education, and options programs have reached over 2,300 Northside kids and served over 42,000 meals. And thanks to an incredible $300,000 matching grant, your year-end gift can have twice the impact. So make a difference today. Donate now at uifpgh.org slash
1: match. Everyone gets hungry before the party. Why not give them something worth talking about without lifting a finger? Food. The Cooked Goose Catering Company provides homemade satisfaction that puts you at ease, whatever the occasion. Right now, get their special appetizer package added to your next menu. An inviting selection of hors d'oeuvres starting at $6.95 per person. Visit cookedgoosecatering.com and see what's cooking. The Cooked Goose Catering Company. Just good Food.
9: When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a lot of questions run through your mind. What am I going
8: to do? What are my options? What did I do wrong? We've had those thoughts, too. But some questions can help you move forward. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com for an interactive guide to help you learn the next steps to take after an MBC diagnosis. And how to ask the questions that lead to an open and informed conversation with your doctor. Start finding your voice today at findyourmbcvoice.com.
5: back john
4: but first we want to say congratulations to antoine who won the uh, tickets to see uh the gettys next thursday at the benedict good job Antoine. very nice very nice no, You okay. you're calling
5: number 49 or whatever crazy 49. number you picked you For made nice. mike answer the phone like a lot he's
4: got a strong finger
5: that's right okay can i look, i mean is it okay to look back now oh, please. i said i yeah, wanted yeah, to look yeah, back yeah. and all of a sudden you were like no we have no, to no. thank anton i was gonna thank anton i was just gonna look back first all right, all right it's time to look back mike hit it
3: it's been another week that means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review.
5: All right, so this is our uh, time when we uh, when we realize how fast news moves. And if we don't kind of take a moment to reflect, we're going to forget what it is that we experienced, talked about, ate, and listened to.
4: Right, in the preceding week, right Monday through this past Friday, there's been an awful lot going on, as it always is.
5: All right, so Mike, start us out.
4: What was everyone talking about this week? John. Yes. This happened uh, with former Vice President Joe Biden, who yesterday angrily lashed out at a voter who questioned his son's overseas business dealings at a campaign stop in Iowa, calling the man a dang liar. And I'll uh, say that a little later. Do you have a clip of this, Mike? Okay, please. I have
0: access to the president, just like he
3: so You're a damn liar, man. That's not true. And no one has ever said that? No one has ever that? I, I, no. Everybody's and said you that. You see it that's on the TV. True.
12: No, I know you do. And by the way, that's why I, I'm not sedentary. I don't. I get up and
4: and,
5: and no. Let, 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 let him go. That's
12: not
4: let a good go. look for Biden. No, it's not. I mean, heck. All of a sudden, Biden's aides came in and surrounded this man. He's eighty-three. He's an 83-year-old retired farmer. And he was asking a question, which everyone has been asking, as you said, Kath, right. about Joe Biden's son's dealings and the cushy deal that he got in Ukraine. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Joe Biden went off. Uh, apparently, at one point in the um, confrontation, he challenged the man, let's get down on the ground and do push-ups together. I mean, what the heck?
5: And the only reason he said that, I think, was because the man is – you
4: know, Portly. Portly.
5: Right. Yeah. Which is kind of a jerk move. Big time. And what? It, I wonder if the media is calling him out for fat shaming. I mean, is that is that <laughs> happening? I haven't heard. I don't know. I, don't I hope. Know. I mean, it would seem right. I don't
4: know. There we go. But everyone's talking about that because it right. was a little crazy. Joe Biden's kind of a loose cannon. Does he not?
5: I cannot wait. If he ends up with the Democratic nomination, can you imagine him and Trump? That'll be so unhinged, Those oh, too. On the stage. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I thought everyone was talking about fake meat versus real meat.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah
5: so a study came out this week um, that was actually put together by the real meat producers of America, right? right? The beef right. producers. And they said, look, all this news about the Impossible Burger, and I forget what the other one's called, that's all ridiculous because that's plant-based stuff, but it's plant-based stuff with additives. Right. And so who wants that? If you want... To be healthy and to do something for the planet than actually eat an animal, which is a completely organic product, depending. And I mean organic, not that it was raised without pesticides. I mean that it's just a real thing as opposed to the fillers that you find in those kinds of things. You know, the impossibles and the whatever.
4: Still, though, do you have any desire to try one?
5: An impossible burger? Yeah. No. Oh, I
4: do. I'm going to try one. I don't care. I am. I'm going to try one.
5: I think if you, look, if you don't want to eat meat, just don't eat meat. You don't have to like make up something. I mean, All right. I going to
4: try dipping dots because that's the ice cream of the future. See, I, and that's gonna... the same
5: thing. You know? I cannot stand dipping dots. Why? What? Ice cream isn't good enough. We need to make it like better. Something else. Look, it's ice cream. It's perfect. Right. Why do you have to change it? All right. right, Mike, give us the next one.
11: What
3: was a conversation that made you think? Yes.
4: Uh huh. Okay, so we talked to Selena Zito this week. Okay. And uh, Selena Zito, she's just a, a really interesting product of us. She is one of us. She's a yinzer from Pittsburgh, but she now has a, a national stage where she writes for uh, the New York Post, the Washington Examiner. The book she wrote it's called The Great Revolt, where in 2016 she went back and she talked to, t- I think, 27 people in Pennsylvania, Ohio, Iowa. Uh, Illinois, just you know, like us, pretty much Middle America. We're on the you know the fringes of Middle America, and she wanted to know about their involvement with the president mm-hmm. and what it was that you know the big pollsters were missing essentially of what it is to be in flyover country. So what she found was that. People love the president.
5: Every bit as much as they did in 2016. Yes.
4: So this week, she went back and re-interviewed those people for the paperback edition, uh, and the paperback edition for the book is being released this week. So, I'm sorry, not this week she went back. But she went and talked to those people, and they said to a person that I would vote for him, President Trump, I would vote for him again in a heartbeat. For, like, knowing all the tweets, Knowing
5: the pull out of troops from Syria, knowing every negative thing that the media has trumpeted for the last four years, these people are all in.
4: Yeah. Which is fascinating because you consider where the Democrats are with, you know, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and all all those other people. Mm -hmm. People are loving the president and they're staying with him regardless.
5: Conversation that made me think was one we had with Jerry Boyer on Tuesday's show. Jerry came on and talked about gender, Um, not just about gender in contemporary times, but actually he went back to Genesis 1 through 3. And talked about how just historically we have looked at Eve as the one who screwed up. So she's the one who sinned. She's the one who's gullible. She's the one who's fallen. She's the one who was duped is a perfect word and deceived. Um, And so therefore... In a lot of Christian denominations, we look at women, and of course we know the writings of Paul, and we read Paul through the lens of this particular reading of Genesis 1, and we think, okay, well, today the reason why women can't teach and should be silent in church is because they're gullible, because they were deceived, because they're easily duped. right? right? Um, Jerry's perspective was different, and he said, look, Adam was the one who screwed up first because he was the one who was supposed to guard the garden. That was his job. And so the fact that the serpent got in in the first place Adam shouldn't have stopped it. Right. Adam Adam, should have stopped it. He shouldn't have let it happen. And I never, I never noticed this in Genesis 3. I think it's the 16th verse, um, but I'm saying that off the top of my head. Um, Adam was next to her the whole time.
4: Right. And Adam should have done a better job from Jerry's perspective. He should have protected Eve or spoken up right. or taken it on himself. Right.
5: And so there was fault on both sides. And so we've responded as a Christian church, as people who believe in Jesus and follow him, we've responded badly in just figuring out what that means for our gender roles. And so when we look at creation and then we jump forward to the letters of Paul, he says, what we miss in the middle is how about Jesus in the middle? Mm -hmm. As we try to figure out how men and women should treat each other, what their responsibilities should be, and how they work together, how about how Jesus interacted with women? Jesus is the new Adam. Fabulous. It was was a great conversation. It really was. That was on Tuesday's show.
4: So enough of the Eve shaming. Yeah, exactly.
5: All right, Mike, next.
4: What did you eat? A lot of leftovers. That's exactly what I did. That's what I mean. I mean, I have not had a, like, you know, I'll say this in air quotes, a regular meal. I've eaten... Turkey, right. gravy, yes. stuffing. And cranberry sauce. All week. For long. seven days. Seriously. Yeah. I've I've had so much gravy. I've had like a gravy shake yeah. almost every day. It's
5: absolutely great. Tonight for the first time I'm making fish. <laughs> I just decided, you know what, I gotta break I've had out. Enough, I yeah. just gotta break out. I'm all right. Exact same way. Mike.
4: What did you listen to? Yeah. Okay, so we were talking with our friend uh, Terry Tim. Was that Tuesday of this week?
5: Uh, Yeah, Tuesday show.
4: Yeah, and he said, hey, have you heard the uh, new Nicole Norderman uh, CD called Fragile? And I had not. Me neither. So as soon as the show is over, on the way home from work, I pull it up and I start listening. I can't stop. I can't stop listening. So good. Here's a little clip.
9: Perhaps this final act was meant
6: To clinch a lifetime's argument
8: That nothing
6: comes from violence And nothing ever could For all those born beneath an angry star Lest we forget how fragile
5: A gorgeous album.
4: I love her voice. I've always been a fan. Oh, so apparently Nicole Nordeman, after 20 years, left uh, her label, which was Sparrow Records, and this was her first foray into being an independent artist, Mm -hmm. which meant she hired her own producer, Michael Gunger. Yep, and was at the creative helm throughout the the, Mm -hmm. the work of this. It's absolutely gorgeous. What's interesting? There's a lot of sting in this. Yeah, isn't there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It's really good. Yeah, fragile, love, Nicole yeah. Norderman. I can't
5: believe you said you picked this, though. Why is that? Because you the same No, thing? I didn't. But Terry Tim inspired me also in this song. This is what <laughs> I've been listening to this week. Love that song. Oh, my gosh. Terry Tim brought up Coldplay. Yeah. Because they have a terrific new double album that I've also been obsessing over. Um, But it made me go back and think about, like, all the Coldplay songs I loved, and I had to land there. So cool. Is is that, like, the happiest song you ever heard? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, I love it. All right, next.
4: Very nice. What hacked you off? What hacked me off? George Zimmerman. hacked me off, George Zimmerman, you know, this guy uh, just loves attention and wants to draw it all to himself. Despite tragedy and uh, heartache and the killing of a young boy, George Zimmerman is suing the family of uh, Trayvon Martin that he shot nearly eight years ago, suing the family for more than a hundred million dollars. I'll leave it at that. Because to speak more about it, to go into it, he's uh, suing the family. He's suing a book publisher. He's suing it – Just, it's just an odd, crazy twist. George Zimmerman, that hacked me off.
5: All right. What hacked me off is really not that important, John, compared oh, okay. to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this one, isn't it? But can you believe Chris Pratt apologized for being photographed with a <laughs> single-use plastic bottle? I mean, really?
4: No, wait. Now, your phrase, is that fat shaming? and then we also did uh, what what other shaming word uh, oh um
5: Were we shaming in other ways?
4: Yeah, we were. There's a lot of shaming going on. Exactly. So now we're plastic bottle shaming. Shaming
5: exactly. So Mm -hmm. if you don't know, Chris Pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy was photographed after like a gym workout, and he had like I don't know a bottle Aquafina or something with him. And Jason Momoa, Aquaman, had to call him out on social media, saying something like, "Hey, dude, really? I mean, like you have to be photographed with a single-use plastic bottle." And then Chris Pratt comes on and goes, "Oh my gosh, Aquaman, you're right. I'm so sorry. I mean, I usually do bring my own." gallon container, but I forgot this one time. Mm-hmm. Reuse, recycle. I, come on. Whatever. That's, Good you know. grief. If Jason Momoa is so into getting rid of single-use plastic bottles, which, by the way, I think would be a great yeah, idea. Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. I think that'd be a great idea to ditch those things. Text your pal. You don't have to call him out on social media so that 10 million people climb all over
4: Everyone's him. Everyone's a hero. Get out of I'm here. I'm a hero.
5: Get yeah. out of here. All right, Mike. Get out
12: of here. <laughs>
4: What was the best news you heard this week? The Hershey Bears, who are a semi-professional hockey team who are residing, of course, in Hershey, Pennsylvania, they have their annual teddy bear toss. And uh, it works this way. They invite all their fans to show up at a game with a teddy bear. And the first goal of the night that is scored by the Hershey Bears – the fans in the stands throw their teddy bear that they brought with them onto the ice. This year, as the Hershey Bears scored about four minutes into the game, 45,000 teddy bears <gasps> rained down upon the ice. It delayed the game by more than 40 minutes. <laughs>
5: And then they give them away. Yep. Oh,
4: they're distributed throughout the Hershey area to needy kids. Isn't that cool?
5: That is awesome. Yeah. I love that. Teddy bears. That is that. It truly is great news. Well, my great news is I, I read a study that showed that Americans wake up feeling grumpy six times per week, and so I feel better about me
4: because <laughs> you're not That's, nearly six days a week. That is away. great
5: news. I thought that I was the one who was the outlier, being grumpy in the morning. I realize. I'm in the main street. Oh,
4: the by far. <laughs> I really Holy like it.
5: All right, that's it.
3: <laughs> and that's John and Cappy's week in review. <laughs>
12: 25 pounds is Christmas
1: this year give the gift of laughter word Fm presents date night with comedian Marty Simpson
12: date 18 so it's like net seven
1: Valentine's Day
2: February 14th body changes the minute you turn 40 years old am I right at Christchurch Trich Road Farm in so I
12: separated my shoulder on my 40th birthday walked around the entire day in a shoulder sling everybody's like Marty how'd you separate your shoulder and I was like tucking in my shirt
1: Hurleybird general admission just twenty dollars now through December 31st at wordfn.com date night
4: extreme car and truck in Bridgeville can help protect your vehicle against anything the elements throw at it, like spray-on bedliners to create a permanent lifetime barrier against impact, moisture, and corrosion. Their TST Rust Remedy covers stuff your manufacturer warranty doesn't, like road salt, and fall detail to safeguard your paint job, your tires, your interior against winter's worst damage. And did I mention Extreme now offers custom graphics? Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville for the Extreme and all of us at
1: Extremetruck.net. Camping in the great outdoors can be a lot of fun, but it's not the most conducive environment for your next retreat. Antiochian Village offers the best of both worlds with 300 acres of beautiful woodlands near historic Ligonier, plus all the technology and connectivity you'd need to make your retreat a success. With 100 hotel style guest rooms, 18 meeting rooms, and several outstanding full-service dining menus. 10,000 guests every year can't be wrong. Antiochian Village. Book now at antiochianvillage.org.
15: The Forevermark Diamond Tribute Collection. For your courage, passion, determination. For your tenderness, spirit, and the way you love. For all that you are. The Forevermark Tribute Collection diamond for each of your qualities Forevermark,
1: beautiful rare responsibly sourced explore the Forevermark tribute collection at trinity jewelers mountainevo road visit trinityjewelers.com
9: need some pepsi and pringles to go with your partridge and pear tree head to your neighborhood family dollar this week for pepsi 12 packs three for ten dollars and pringles three for four dollars save more for the holidays at family dollar
1: Today's world craves leaders, leaders with vision, moral character, and independent thinking. Leaders aren't born, they're made. And since 1986, Rhema Christian School in Moon has laid the foundation that makes leaders. Through academic and extracurricular activities designed to be as instructional as they are competitive, through mission and service opportunities, arts and athletics, an independent school where pre-K through 8th grade students are formed to become the independent leaders of tomorrow. Schedule a tour at rhemachristianschool.org.
16: Are you looking for a new career path? Want to make a difference in your community? Become a teacher. The American Board can help you earn a teaching certificate and a Pennsylvania teaching license in a year or less. American Board's online program allows you to set your own schedule for a price that fits your budget. Visit www.americanboard.org. That's americanboard.org for more information on how you can become a Pennsylvania teacher.
4: Today's Wall Street Journal, don't believe in God, lie to your children. This is uh, an article by a woman, Erica uh, Commissar, and she says this, as a therapist, I'm often asked to explain why depression and anxiety are so common among children and adolescents. One of the most important explanations, and perhaps the most neglected, is declining interest in religion. Mm. This cultural shift has already proved disastrous for millions of vulnerable young people. A 28 study in the American Journal of Epidemiology explained how being raised in a family with religious or spiritual beliefs affects mental health. Mm. Harvard researchers have examined religious involvement within a longitudinal data study of approximately 5,000 children with controls for socio-demographic characteristics and maternal health. The result? Children or teens who reported attending a religious service at least once per week scored higher than on psychological well-being measurements, and had lower risk of mental illness. Mm. Weekly attendance was also associated with higher rates of volunteering, a sense of mission, forgiveness, and lower probabilities of drug use and early sexual initiation. Pity, then, that the United States has seen a 20% decrease in attendance at formal religious services in the past 20 years, according to Gallup. That's front page today wow. of the Wall Street Journal. Listen,
5: you cannot argue with those stats. However, I think what I might argue with though is the headline. If you don't believe in God, don't lie to your don't kids. lie to your kids about it. Right. I mean, I, I think the more important thing is looking at that, that set of statistics. If those are if those are data points that are provable, and you buy into them, then maybe you should think yourself as a parent. About whether you believe in God. That's really good. Because if you think that that benefits kids, you don't think that it would benefit an adult. Of course. You don't think that there's some truth in the universe which is causing kids to be drift to or or an absence of that truth is causing kids to despair yeah. or to question or to be anxious or you know any of those things. And here's it's not that, and I I speak as someone who knows this personally it's not that being a believer in Jesus keeps you from being depressed or anxious it's not that no. because christians get mentally ill Same get sick else. in their brain as much as anybody else it gives you a different perspective on the illness you have
4: right and there's something again we talk about this often about showing up weekly and you're surrounded by like-minded people who are in community praising the lord of the universe yep. There's great deep power in that.
5: You know, speaking of conversations that made us think this week, we talked to Dean Weaver on Wednesday's Mm -hmm. show. And he talked about the difference in the kids that he knows as a senior pastor who actually are physically in Church on a weekly basis versus kids that show up maybe one week out of four right. or one week out of eight or whatever it is. Listen, there is something that is different. I don't, I don't care if you watch your Facebook live stream of your church service or if you watch, you know, whoever your favorite TV pastor is or whatever. It is, if you're a shut in, you're ill, that's a wonderful thing. No doubt. If you're capable, if you're able to get out, you have got to get there. Yeah, man. It's not the same. Come on in. You need to be known.
4: Yeah, the water's fine. You need to be
5: known there. You need to be known by people there. You cannot make up for that community.
4: Yep. Hey, uh, just one little uh, weird story as we exit. Uh, Listen to this. Uh, A military wife who thought that she was buying a baby Einstein bouncer at a local thrift store was surprised to find something else in the box. A woman by the name of Veronica Rodriguez said she and her husband were heading to a baby shower Sunday When they stopped at their local Goodwill store. Yeah, it's a woman I like. She's on
5: the way to the baby shower. She's like, we don't have a gift. Let's go to Goodwill. I like it. She's a military wife. I like it.
4: You're in the military. She said the item, uh, which uh, cost $9.99, was unopened and appeared to be new. So she purchased the gift, wrapped it, and went to the shower. The uh, father-to-be opened the box at the shower. He was very excited. He shouted, hey, you guys, you got me a gun. Wait, she bought
5: a gun at Goodwill?
4: No, because inside this box of the uh, Einstein bouncer, there was a gun. (gasps) A a Mossberg (laughs) 715T semi-automatic rifle with live ammo. So there was laughter, (sighs) a lot of conversation. Then all the guests decided, well, you know what? Uh, This is not our gun. We don't know where it came from or what it was used for. Maybe we better call the cops. Go ahead. Make my day. So the cops showed up, and they initially said to the father, well, it looks okay, you can keep the gun. And then the next day, the cops thought better of it.
5: No, you can't keep the gun. They thought,
4: we better go check this gun out. They did all sorts of checks on it. They've kept the gun. The good news, it's not been involved in a crime. Uh, the ongoing story is that they're trying to find out who bought the gun, when and where. And how and-
5: it ended up in the Baby Einstein box, sealed at Goodwill.
4: Exactly. All right. You never know what you're going to find. The
5: sweater I'm wearing today?
4: Yeah. It's from Goodwill. Excellent purchase, I Kathy feel, I Emmons. love it. Hey, thanks as always for being with us. The podcast is up and running a few minutes after we leave the air. johnandkathyshow.com, Also uh, on Facebook, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Have a great week. And The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of
3: Salem Media Group.